0: Time for business with Nicholas Poynton. And there's been a shake-up in the KiwiSaver market. Yeah, Good afternoon to you, Marnie. Yes, the KiwiSaver provider Kiwi Wealth has been sold to Fisher Funds for $310 million. Kiwi Wealth is part of the state-owned group Kiwi Group Holdings, which includes Kiwi Bank. And the sale to Fisher Funds was widely tipped, with the price at the lower end of expectations. Here's business editor Giles Beckford. Kiwi Group Holdings Chair Dame Paula Rebstock says the sale's positive for Kiwi Wealth as it will be able to expand within Fisher Funds. She says Kiwi Wealth's more than 270,000 members will get access to Fisher Funds' advice and active investment expertise. Fisher Funds is owned by the Toy Foundation and an American investment company and headed off competing bids from Jarden Securities and rival local Kiwi Saver provider Booster. Its chief executive, Bruce McLaughlin, says the deal fits its long-term growth plans. It'll boost its investments under management by about $9 billion and also give it access to KiwiSaver's default status, which it lost last year. For the time being, it's business as usual for customers and staff, although there's been considerable talk of possible job losses in time at KiwiWealth. The power company Contact Energy has reported a fallen profit. As lower wholesale prices and rising carbon and gas costs dented earnings. Its net profit dipped 3% to $182 million for the year ended June. And the company announced a new 51 megawatt geothermal power station near Topor named Tahuka 3, as it also confirmed it will close its gas fired plant at Tarapa. Chief Executive Mike Fuge says Contact is delivering on its aim to grow demand and decarbonise, with some big decisions to come in the year ahead. We'll you'll see a decision on hydrogen, both export and um, domestic. You will see commitment on data centres in the industry, and you'll see some. Um, pretty chunky announcements around boiler electrification. Somehow we've got Western Energy up in demand growth. It probably belongs with renewable, but we're delighted with the acquisition in Western. And what you're going to see over the coming 12 months, the board have already committed to investment in, in a new core tubing unit, unit drilling, which allows us to relife um, some of the 300 penetrations we already have in the Wairaki, Ohaki and Tohara fields. Contact is forecasting operating earnings to be $550 million next year and $720 million by 2025. Meal kit delivery company My Food Bag expects a drop in full-year earnings as the Omicron outbreak and inflation have hit sales. The company says deliveries for the four months into July were down nearly 4% on a year ago. Revenue was up 2.5%, but its underlying earnings have fallen by about 8.5%. My food bag's earnings are suffering as suppliers struggle to get staff to deal with incomplete orders or late deliveries. That's meant the company's had to simplify its product offering and reduce marketing activity. And the pressure on household budgets has led to customers buying more of its bargain boxes or reducing the size of their orders, resulting in a less favourable profit mix. The company is countering the pressure by introducing new products and encouraging customers to order more frequently. However, it expects its full-year underlying earnings to be lower than the $34 million it reported last year. Activity in the services sector has slowed to its lowest level since the start of the year. The BNZ Business New Zealand Performance of Services Index fell 3.5 points in July to 51.2 points. Any reading above 50 suggests expansion, or anything below indicates contraction. BNZ senior economist Doug Steele says the strong bounce in services may have run out of steam.
1: There's a hint there that the demand side is softening up relative to uh, normal and at the same time the the stocks and inventories that service sector firms are reporting are pushing a bit higher. So that all gives a sense that maybe uh, demand has surprised on the downside to the service sector.
0: That's BNZ Senior Economist Doug Steele. Another interest rate rise by the Reserve Bank seems a foregone conclusion this Wednesday, with a 50 50 basis point rise expected, lifting the official cash rate to a seven-year high of 3%. It will be the seventh rise in the OCR since last October, with the past three increases of half a percentage point to get on top of rampant inflation. Analysts are picking that inflation has likely peaked, but there to fixed income at Fisher Fund's David McLeish says the Reserve Bank can't afford to give any hint that rate rises will be eased anytime soon.
1: That is the risk, I guess, that our Reserve Bank is running, is that already financial markets are starting to believe that we're uh, nearing very tight monetary policy conditions and that it won't be long before economies roll over and that they will actually be be forced to shift to again cutting uh, official cash rates and overnight cash rates, so it is a very difficult balancing act, and the rhetoric, or or um, uh, you know what we hear from them in the coming days, will be um, you know a key determinant as to how financial markets price uh, the expectations in the future.
0: David McLeish expects rate cuts are likely from late 2023, although the RBNZ's last set of forecasts pointed to 2024. Time now for a quick update on the markets, and we're joined here by Michael Grace from Jardin Securities. Good afternoon to you, Michael.
1: Good afternoon, Nicholas.
0: Well, Michael, we've had a handful of announcements to the market this morning. How's it reacted?
1: Well, that's right, it's been a positive start to the week as we well and truly enter. Corporate earnings season. The NZX 50 is currently up 66 points or 0.6% to $11,797. Looking at today's movers within the 50, Scalarup is up 2.8% to $5.91. Serco is up 2.5% to $3.71. Pushpay is up 2.4% to $1.30. And Contact Energy, which reported its four year earnings today, is up 1.5% to $7.83. Of note, outside the 50, my food bag is down 7.5% to 74 cents after providing a trading update, whereby deliveries at the end of July were down 3.8% compared to the same time last year.
0: Michael, can we just get the open for Australia? Shortly after the
1: open, the ASX 200 is up 40 points, or 0.6% to 7,073.
0: All right, Michael, just wrap the last, last parts together. The dollar, interest rates, oil and gold. Kiwis. Strength over the past month continues
1: and is currently buying 64.48 US cents, 90.55 Australian cents, 53.15 British pence, 62.85 Euro cents, 85.95 Japanese yen, and 4.33 Chinese yuan. The 90-day bank bill is at 3.34%. Brent crude is at $97.60 a barrel and gold is just under the $1,800 mark at $1,798 US dollars
0: an ounce. Wonderful. Thank you for that, Michael. That's Michael Grace from Jardin Securities with our market update. And we'll bring you a wrap of today's news and numbers at around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Marnie, that's business.